Hello, this is Andy, and you're listening to Federal Andy. Episode 29. Believe the GOP when they lie to you. It's Friday, the Friday before Election Day. And in this podcast, my message to you is when the Republicans tell you that they're going to do something Believe them. For years, they told you, they told us, that they were going to get rid of Roe v. Wade. I think they've been trying to get rid of Roe v. Wade since it was made into law by the Supreme Court back in 1973. So it's taken them a few decades to do it, but they finally did it. The Republicans have been telling us since Ronald Reagan's campaign years that government is bad. Government is a problem. My first thought about that is if you hate government so much, how come so many Republicans get involved in government and just stay there forever? They're not really doing anything. They're just taking paycheck, getting lifetime benefits, which their constituents don't get. But here's the deal. The Republican Party right now has been saying several different things, several different versions of the same thing. They want to get rid of social programs or they want to privatize them so that the money goes into the private coffers of their cronies. Social Security. Social Security was put into place because we had a lot of elderly people, senior people in the United States living in poverty. Too old to go out and get a job because they had health problems. They were worn out from years of labor, beat down. They just wanted to relax and enjoy a few years before they died, but they couldn't do that because they didn't have money. So Social Security has helped a lot of people. It still isn't the answer. Social Security, I don't think, was ever intended to be the sole source of income in our old age, but it has become that for a lot of people. 
One of the reasons is because of the Great Recession of 2008. That was brought to you by the Republican Party. George W. Bush was in charge at that point. He had cut taxes for businesses. He had cut taxes for the wealthy. He started a war and lied in order to start the war. And yet we still went into a recession because the big banks weren't being regulated. The Republicans don't want regulations on business because why? Business always is honest and does the right thing. No, they do not. That's why we have regulations, folks. We have regulations because businesses used to have children operating dangerous machinery. 12-year-old children. So we had to put in laws that protect children from being (laughs) put to work doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Dangerous jobs. But a lot of folks who had been saving up, they'd done the right thing their whole life. They had money invested in 401ks. They had money invested in CDs and in savings. And they bought a house, had the house almost paid off. They'd done everything that we've all been told we're supposed to do. And then all of a sudden, through no fault of their own, the economy crashes. And they lose their job. And they have to start dipping into those savings accounts and those CDs and those 401ks. And, you know, if you start taking money out of those things before you're supposed to, you pay really high taxes on it. So a lot of people depleted much of their savings. And now they've had to either go back to work or they've had to retire with a lot less than they had planned on, through no fault of their own. And our government still has not addressed that. Still has not addressed that. We bailed out the banks. We bailed out the big businesses. And the citizens, the people, the taxpayers, the entity that all of these politicians are supposed to be working for was pretty much ignored. And I blame Obama for that. But the Republicans have said they want to cut Social Security. Ron Johnson, who is running to keep his seat right now, said that he wants Congress to vote on Social Security every year. So you're never more than a year away from not knowing whether or not you're going to have income stability. What do you think that's going to do to all of the people who depend on Social Security as part of their income? What do you think that's going to do to their credit? They're not going to be able to buy things on credit cards because the banks are going to wonder, well, you know, if we get a bunch of crazy Republicans in Congress, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Jim Jordan, Louis Gohmert. These people are nuts. Absolutely insane. They start voting against all this stuff. Well, seniors won't have the money. 
Others have suggested that these programs, I think it was Rick Scott down in Florida, has suggested uh, every five years we should, you know, sunset these programs and, and, re, and vote on them again. No. Older Americans who have worked their whole lives and put money into these programs for their old age, that was a promise from the United States. And we need to keep that promise. So when they tell you that they're going to cut these things, believe them. Now there's a lot of kickback on Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid because those are all very, very popular programs. Those programs have very high approval ratings among the American people. So you would think that those programs are untouchable. But now that they're getting some kickback, they're beginning to say, no, 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 now we're not going to do that. Well, they have said that they're going to do it. Now they're changing their story. Believe them. You cannot trust the Republicans, but when they tell you that they're going to do something that is not pro-big business specifically or pro-millionaire, believe them because that's what they're going to do. And you need to consider the people in your lives that are older. What are they going to do? Social Security's cut in a year? George Bush tried to privatize Social Security back in uh, uh, when he was running for his second term. That was his big deal. He wanted to privatize Medicare so that his cronies in the private sector could rake in millions and billions of dollars a year on Medicare. And, and they're doing that now. That's the Medicare Advantage. That is private insurance, folks. I've said that once, I'll say it again. It's a scam. The insurance companies are making a huge profit off of the American taxpayers. And the amount of money that the American taxpayers are paying into these private for-profit insurance companies that provide absolutely nothing, they just take out. That's enough money that they could they could improve Medicare so much, just basic Medicare. It would be unbelievable. I think they, they said they could add dental and vision to Medicare and at no additional cost to anybody. These insurance companies are raking in huge profits. So if you're on advantage, it's not Medicare. And the reason that they can offer to put money back into your Social Security check and all of that is because taxpayers are picking up the tab for it. And most of it is going to private, into private sector profit. So they can pay their CEOs multi-million dollar salaries, buy back their own corporate stock to raise the stock price.
Clarence Thomas has already indicated what the Supreme Court wants to look at. They want to look at legislation that states ought to be able to decide how the electoral college votes are divvied out. And not the voters of the state, but the Secretary of State or some designated person. So when the voters of that state go out and vote for people, if they don't like the winner, they just can say, you know, we don't like this. We're going to insert our candidate instead. That's not democracy. The Republicans have already said that they are willing to not pass the debt ceiling legislation that needs to be passed. And they're going to use that as leverage to get what they want from the Democrats, in case the Democrats still are in control of something. So they're willing to crash the United States economy, which is going to cost all of us something, in order to get what they want. That's not working with the other side. We have election deniers on the right side of the aisle with absolutely no evidence. None of them can come up with a shred of evidence that shows anything at all happened in the 2020 elections. But there are I believe it's over 300 candidates right now running for office on the Republican ticket across the country for various seats, governors, <laughs> senators, House of Representatives, on down the list. And they've said that they don't believe that the 2020 election was legitimate. They think it was rigged, it was stolen. And that's in the complete absence of any evidence. Is that the kind of person you want representing your interests? That they're going to, just on a whim, without any evidence at all, decide something happened or didn't happen? And these people are violent. They are intentionally running people out of office to create openings in these seats so that they can run their crazy candidates who are election deniers. There has been a lot of evidence, a lot of reports across the country, uh, threats to Secretary of State's election Officials at the state and local level, threats to their children, being stalked, sitting out in front of their houses in the middle of the night, threatening phone calls, 
This has all been documented, people. Is this the kind of party that you want? Because this is going on. And they're saying, oh, well, it's Antifa. No, it's not. It's Trumpers. It's Republicans. They don't care about law and order. And the folks who are in charge, the folks at the top of the party that should be saying, no, this is wrong, this is illegal, it's against the law, this is un-American, it's unpatriotic, aren't saying a thing. Are these really people that you want running this country? I would say that it's like the wild, wild west. But even in the wild, wild west, if you came into town, a lot of times you had to turn in your guns to the sheriff when you entered town. They didn't want strangers walking around town with guns. We don't even do that. People that uh, work at various election boards are going to work wearing bulletproof vests. Taxpayers around the country have had to spend millions of dollars upgrading protection for the workers, installing doors with automatic locks so that strangers can't come in with guns, installing bulletproof glass. Is this really what you want to promote? Is that what you want? They tell you that the Democrats want socialism. Well, I think most of the Democrats that appreciate socialism uh, are actually democratic socialists, and there is a difference, folks. And I talked about that in an early podcast. There's a difference between socialism and democratic socialism. But... Socialism can do good things. Libraries, police, fire, airports, roads. Those are all things that I'm pretty sure most Americans don't want to give up. And the only way we're going to have those things is through socialist programs. Or we can let the private sector take over and every mile you drive in your city, you're going to have to pay a fee. And the maintenance is probably not going to be even as good as it is now. So if the roads are bad where you live, they'll probably get worse. Because once the private sector involves, they've got to make a profit. So you got a bunch of money going into somebody's pocket and not going into the streets. And that can be a problem with government control to some degree as well. But at least there's an opportunity to correct it. Whereas if it's private sector... Who knows what's happening with the money? This is an important election, folks. I think that the Republicans know that they're in trouble. I think there are a lot of women out there that are engaged and angry, and they may be telling their husbands and their families that they're going to vote for Republicans, but I think deep down inside, when it's just them and their getting ready to vote, and they're by themselves, and their vote's anonymous. They're standing there in the polling place. 
I think they're going to vote for freedom and to have rights. Do you know that in this country, we still do not have equal rights for women? It's true. There was an equal rights amendment that has been going through the process of getting approved. We have to have a certain number of states, a minimum number of states approve it before we can make it part of the Constitution. I would think that this is a no-brainer. Women represent more than half of the population in the United States. And yet, they don't have equal rights. They get paid less for the same work. It's, it's incredible to me that in, in this day and age and time, that that is even an issue for people. But it is. And yet women are going to vote for Republicans. And by doing that, they're saying, you know what? Yes, I am a second-class citizen. I'm second-rate. I am an inferior to men. I don't know what you say to people that will do that. Voting against your own best interest? I don't, I don't understand that. And then you complain because things aren't as good as you want them to be. I have had uh, one-on-one direct communication just about. It's a rather introverted process, but uh, polling experts in the Democratic Party and uh, polling experts that work for some of the big polling companies have said that a lot of the polling out there right now is fishy, doesn't add up. One person uh, said that the polling, the, the totals didn't even add up. And they are looking at the sources of the polling. And they, the ones that are showing the Republicans are doing really well, Herschel Walker is up like 12 points or something crazy like that, are not from organized news agencies or from any of the major polling places. They're from smaller ones. And uh, the uh, sample size is pretty small and they're not really sure about the targeting of it. They may have specifically targeted people that would answer the way they wanted them to. But a lot of the internal polling is showing that uh, things are uh, close but uh, much better for Democrats than the media and a lot of the places are telling you that they are. So there is obviously an attempt to demoralize voters and not get them to get out and vote. And so I'm, again, asking everybody to please ignore the polls, get out and vote, and vote for democracy and vote for what's right. And don't vote... For these people who deny reality, they live in a fantasy, conspiracy world. We have had candidates, Republican candidates running for governor that have made anti-Semitic comments. We don't have room 
on this planet for people like that. We don't have time to fool with people that want to deny that climate change is an issue. We do not have time to mess with people who are going to lie to us. And again, uh, I'm not going to say that the Democratic Party is perfect because it is not. But there is only one party right now that is trying to undo democracy and instore an authoritarian regime at the Capitol and at the White House. And it's not the Democrats. It is the Republicans. So... Again, I ask you to do the right thing and have a long sit-down talk with yourself to figure out what you really want to stand for. Because the time to make your beliefs and your opinions known is right now. Let me back up for a second here and talk about Antifa. The right whether it is someone serving in Congress or whether it is a governor or someone at a local level or one of the talking heads on television, namely Fox and Newsmax and what is it, One American Network? Is that even still around anymore? I think all of the cable companies dropped them because of... <laughs> bad information that they were giving out constantly. But I keep hearing it was Antifa. Antifa was responsible for all of the violence, uh, that summer of violence, Black Lives Matter. Remember all of that where they're just stirring up people, polarizing their voters? Well, there is evidence that shows a lot of the violence, and, and I will be the first to admit, yes, some of it was by local residents who were there protesting the treatment by the police of black people. And we have a problem there, folks. When you have somebody running from you, maybe they're not obeying the police, but if they're unarmed, they haven't murdered anybody, uh, why are we shooting them dead? Why are we shooting them in the back? I've never understood why we are chasing cars through the streets, endangering the lives of everybody in the area when they could use helicopters or other forms of surveillance until... They can get the suspect into an area where it's more controllable, safer. We've lost a lot of lives because of chasing. But there is evidence to show that a lot of the violence during the Black Lives Matter summer was due to outside groups who were coming in and intentionally stirring up violence. Look for yourself. There's evidence out there that shows that some of these uh, uh, groups and their 
usually right-wing white supremacist groups were involved in a lot of the violence and initiating a lot of the violence. But Antifa, the name itself stands for anti-fascism. So they talk like that's a bad thing. I, to me, I'm proud to say that I am anti-fascist. I don't believe in fascism. I think it's wrong. People that live in a fascist or live under a fascist regime um, are suppressed. And I don't think anybody in the United States wants that because that pretty much goes against everything that the country has ever stood for. And there is no group or organization that is that has been formed that goes by the name Antifa. There's no office. There's no phone number that you can call to get information or join. They don't have a website. It is a thing, but it's not an entity, if that makes sense. It's not like Proud Boys, or it's not like the Ku Klux Klan. It's not actually a group or an organization that you can join other than a lot of people are Antifa because they don't believe in fascism and they don't want it for America. But this is how Republicans polarize their voters. They do it through fear. They do it through misinformation, which is a nice way of saying they're lying. They are outright liars. They're rabid liars. Right now... A lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives, a lot of people on the right think that the borders are wide open. And why do they think that? It's because Tucker Carlson tells them that every night. The fact is the borders are not open. Folks, check for yourself. I'll do a podcast one of these days about the process that immigrants have to go through to become legal American citizens, and it is a lengthy process, and it takes a great deal of time. But my response to all of this is, if the Republicans don't like the immigration policies that are in place, how about doing your own legislation to fix it? And spending hundreds of millions of dollars building a wall is not the answer. We've built walls before, and they didn't work, did they? They came down. Didn't Reagan himself tell somebody to tear down this wall? Walls don't work, people. We need the Republicans to come to the table and leave their <laughs> polarizing lies behind and sit down and work something out that'll work for everybody. But just saying, no, you can't come in, the borders are closed, isn't an answer. They complain 
but they're not doing anything to help solve the problem. And the bottom line is the Republicans are as much responsible for this mess as the Democrats because they are in a position to legislate. Where is the legislating? Where's the give and take? Where's the reaching across the aisle? Where's the compromise? They don't want to do that. They want to lie. Most Republicans think that the Democrats want to defund the police. And that's not true either. That was a term that was chosen to represent something that was poorly chosen. But the bottom line is, the Democrats in the last year tried to pass legislation that provided additional funding for the police departments across this country. Did you hear that? The Democrats had a bill that they were trying to pass that provided additional funding for police departments in this country. It would have provided uh, more money to buy equipment, update training, and guess who voted against it? All of the Republicans, virtually all of them. They voted against it. So who is defunding the police? Who is actually doing it? It's the Republicans. Look it up, people. Look it up. If you don't believe me, look it up. What kind of a person truly takes an oath to protect the Constitution and to do what's best for the people of the country and then they outright will sit there on television and look at the camera and lie? The Democrats are in control, more or less, right now. And the police have not been defunded. And the borders are not open. And Antifa is not running rampant across the country, burning our cities. But we do have problems. Yeah, the economy, inflation is bad. It's not just here, it's everywhere. It's not a Democrat, as they call us. It's not a Democrat problem. It's not a Republican problem. <laughs> Goes both ways. It is a worldwide economic issue. Joe Biden does not control the economy or inflation in other countries, and other countries have worse inflation than the United States of America. So why are Republicans on TV blaming Biden for it? Why are they blaming Biden for high gas prices? It's the oil companies that are setting the prices. The oil companies have thousands of leases that are approved. These are leases that they asked for and wanted at one time, and they were given those leases, and now they want more, and they're blaming that on the high price of gas. We're exporting 30% of the oil that is pumped in the United States of America and bringing in the same amount from other countries at a higher cost. 
to keep gas prices high. And oil companies are making record profits, and they're going to spend billions of dollars buying back their own stock. And yet the Republicans want to blame the Democrats for that? Why are the Republicans not on TV screaming at the oil company executives? Because that is where the problem lies. Did you know that the largest refinery here in the United States is owned by the Saudis? Yep, look it up, people. Who thought it was a good idea to sell the largest refinery in the United States to a Saudi Arabian entity? Refineries do have a little bit to say about the price of gas, don't they? Sure they do. It's time for Americans to sit down and take stock on what's going on in this country instead of just taking people's word for it. A lot of people were shocked when the Supreme Court killed Roe v. Wade. Well, the Republicans told you that that was going to happen. They told you they were going to do it. And nobody believed them. Well, now the Republicans are saying that they want to cut Social Security and Medicare. <laughs> How's that going to help the uh, economy? Huh? You think that's going to help the economy? It's going to be millions of people that are going to go into poverty immediately, like the minute they don't get their first Social Security check or the minute that their Social Security check is less than it's been. Because let me tell you, Social Security checks are not keeping up with the cost of living. The Republicans refuse to raise the Social Security cap because the people who earn a million dollars a year just can't afford to pay into Social Security over the $140,000 limit or whatever the heck it is. Right now, maybe it's $150,000 something. I think they raised it a little bit. But think about it. The person that earns $140,000 a year, a little bit of every single one of their checks, a little bit of their income goes into Social Security. But if you're a multimillionaire, you only pay into it up to that $140,000 or whatever, and then they don't take any more out. Why? And then when it comes around time to get your check, the millionaires who paid exactly the same amount in as, as others for the same amount of time anyway, um, get the biggest checks. There are limits to the amount Social Security checks uh, can be issued uh, for. But they had a lot of income that they didn't, they didn't contribute. And if they would raise that limit, they would extend the life of the Social Security program for decades. And they could increase the benefits to seniors. And all of that would stimulate the economy. Seniors would go out and spend the money. They'd spend it on their grandkids. 
We have a problem in this country with greed. Greed is one of the seven deadly sins. And we have corporations who are greedy. They provide bad service. They corrupt the market by buying up their competitors so that they can fix the prices. They don't want any regulations. So, you know, if they pollute, they don't want to be responsible for having to clean that up. They want the American taxpayers to foot the bill for that. They want to ignore the fact that our climate is changing. And they, their answer to everything is to drill for more oil. Drill for more oil. Well, we're running out of oil. We're running out. What are we going to do when the well runs dry and that is no longer an option? The Republican Party doesn't have any answers. All they have are complaints and condemnations and the ability to stoke fear into their supporters. And we've got a real problem on our hands today, folks. If you think that Voting for someone who is going to lie to you to your face because these Republicans that are telling you this stuff, these lies, Marsha Blackburn is a bad one. Marjorie Taylor Greene, if she's talking, she's lying. Lauren Boebert, really? Colorado, really? Come on. What a poor reflection she is on your state. I used to live in Colorado, and it's embarrassing. They don't have any solutions. They point their fingers at the Democrats. Well, folks, they have about half of Congress. It's 50-50 in the Senate. And uh, the House, the majority of the Democrats have in the House is, is a small one. Why are they not making suggestions? Why are they not writing legislation and putting it out there saying, here, this is how we want to fix immigration. This is what we want to do to fix the economy right now. And cutting Social Security and Medicare is not going to do it. And neither is more tax cuts for the wealthy or for corporations. The wealthy and corporations have been raking it in for decades now due to Republican economic policies. And how many economic downturns have we had in recent history thanks to the Republicans? Go back and look, folks. Most of them. Most of them. And yet people believe incorrectly that the Republicans are better on the economy. Crime. Crime is another thing. They don't want to do anything about guns. Well, we have more guns in the United States of America than any other country in the world, and we have more gun violence. So more guns is not the answer. We've tried it, we've done it, and we wind up with children getting mauled and murdered in their classrooms at school. 
bloodbaths at grocery stores and at movie theaters and at concerts. Doesn't work. The Democrats did work with the Republicans to get a very, very, very minor bill passed on guns. First time in years. But Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, a Republican, passed legislation basically handing out guns to anybody that wants them. This is after El Paso, mass murder in El Paso, and after several other mass shootings in the state of Texas. Uvalde, the students, where law enforcement that had guns didn't respond. Gosh, do you think maybe that that bill that the Democrats wanted to pass that provided additional funding for equipment and training for the police might have helped? Possibly, but we didn't get the money because the Republicans voted against it. And after voting against it, they turn to the cameras and they say, Democrats want to defund the police. Why in the world would anybody vote for a party that does that? After the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol, Mitch McConnell got up on the floor of the Senate and condemned Donald Trump and condemned what happened on January 6th. So did Kevin McCarthy, the guy that wants to be the Speaker of the House. He got up on the floor of the House and condemned it. But did either one of them carry through on that and do anything? No. No, they changed their tune. McConnell fixed it so that the Senate just didn't have time to do a trial on Trump's second impeachment. And then by the time they got around to it, well, oh, he's not in office anymore, so, huh. Do you think that was intentional? Yeah. And you know what? McConnell hopes that Republicans are stupid enough that they don't realize what he was doing. They're not doing what they need to do to protect democracy and freedom and liberty. They're doing what they need to do to protect their own pockets. If you vote for people that are lying to you, you're going to get what you deserve. The facts are out there. I'm just asking people to do your own research. When you watch Tucker Carlson at night and he screams about the borders being open, maybe you need to open your laptop or look on your phone or whatever and do some research. And you will find that the borders are not open. In fact, in many ways, Biden has made the process at the border even stricter than it has been in the past. That's changed back and forth. He's tried to get rid of some of Trump's policies and courts have enacted or have overruled certain things. But the bottom line is, yeah, we have an immigration issue that needs to be resolved and that requires the Republicans to participate as well and they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. They don't want to work with anybody. All they want to do is get on their news shows at night and scream about the Democrats and the immigration problem. And we've got all these immigrants coming into the country. Well, 
you know what the problem is, is it, very soon these minorities, these immigrants are going to outnumber the white people. That's the real issue with the Republicans. Racism runs rampant in that party. And I'm not going to say that everybody is racist, but if you're supporting them, you might want to do some checks on your own opinions, beliefs. I've got more research to do, folks. I'm going to let you go. Thank you for listening and uh, make sure you vote. Make sure you check with your friends and neighbors and make sure that they get out and vote as well. And be careful who you vote for, because if they're lying to you now, they're not going to have your best interests at heart if you let them keep their seats. We need to make some changes in this country, and we're not going to do it by voting for a bunch of people who are lying to us. So check your facts, folks. Not everybody is telling you the truth. One more thing before I go. I want to tell you what you can expect if the Republicans gain control of Congress. And that will happen, of course, in January. But uh, their ability to uh, control will be granted to them this coming Tuesday or shortly thereafter after all the votes are counted. And they've already told you what they're going to do. They're going to investigate the January 6th committee. You know, the committee that looked into the domestic terrorist attack that was incited by a Republican president and encouraged by a lot of Republicans who are still sitting in Congress today. Remember that attack? The one where people died? The one where millions of dollars of damage were caused to the U.S. Capitol. They don't think that that's worth investigating. One Republican even said it was just a normal tourist day in Washington, D.C. Literally. That's normal. Maybe it is for Republicans. It certainly isn't for me. But they don't want to investigate that. Ask yourself, why not? Would you have been okay with uh, not investigating September 11th? How about Pearl Harbor? How about the uh, bombing of the World Trade Center back in the early 1990s, you know, when they had the bombs in the garage? Would you have been okay? Just, oh, we're not going to investigate that. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't want to really know what happened. So not only did they not want the January 6th investigation, now they want to waste taxpayer time and money investigating the committee. Because they're telling you that they didn't have the ability to have anybody on the committee. Well, they did. They did. Kevin McCarthy could have chosen... Republicans to be on that committee. And the ones that he chose to be on the committee 
were ones who more than likely were involved in January 6th. So if you're going to try someone or group of people for robbing a bank, do you want one of the bank robbers to be sitting on the jury making the decision? No. It's ridiculous. Kevin McCarthy could have put Republicans on that committee that would have contributed. We have two, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. They certainly are not liberals. They're very much conservatives, but they have an overriding allegiance to the Constitution and to the American people. And they were willing to sacrifice their political careers to do the right thing. The others on the Republican side were not. Don't forget Josh Hawley's fist bump to the protesters that morning, encouraging them. So we're going to get investigations into the January 6th committee, but we're going to ignore what happened on January the 6th because that was just a normal tourism day, right? Uh, They're going to investigate Hunter Biden. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I don't know that Congress needs to investigate him, but if he broke the law, the Department of Justice should investigate him, and if he broke the law, he should be prosecuted. But the same thing goes for the Trump children who seem to have been involved in some kind of fishy deals as well. How about uh, Ivanka Trump and her Chinese patents? How about the violation of the Foreign Emoluments Clause from the moment Trump took office until the time he left? He was in violation of that. Are they going to investigate that? Uh, We heard a lot about Hillary Clinton's email server. Uh, You know, there's evidence that shows a lot of the Trump administration used their own personal cell phones and private email accounts for things. We're going to investigate that? Or is this just going to be a witch hunt on Democrats. I don't believe that the Democrats participated in what happened on January the 6th. I don't think any of them supported that in any way whatsoever. But if they did, I would want them to be investigated too. But they didn't. The Republicans want you to believe that the Democrats have been after Trump, poor, innocent Trump, picked on Trump, who has done nothing wrong. Everything he did has just been perfect. Really? So that's what's going to happen. The uh, Republicans do not have any more ability to... control inflation, worldwide inflation, than Biden does, or the Democrats. They they can't do anything else about it. 
The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates almost at a record pace right now. And that will eventually control inflation, but it can also throw the U.S. economy into a huge recession. And let me remind you, the person that is in charge at the Federal Reserve is a lifetime Republican. So, (laughs) I don't know why Biden left him in that position, but he did. Probably because Biden wants bipartisanship. He wants to work with the Republicans. But, you know, when you reach out to someone to work with them, they've got to reach out to you as well so that you can grab hands and work together. But the Republicans don't want to work with the Democrats. So we're going to get investigations on the January 6th committee, and we're going to forget about what actually happened on January the 6th. We're going to get investigations into Hunter Biden. They've already said they want to impeach President Biden. For what? Uh, I don't know. Did he... (laughs) What has he done? I don't think he owns hotels or resorts where he's personally profiting from government business or foreign business. Um, Maybe his son did, but... You know, his son is not in his administration, unlike the Trump children. You know, Ivanka was part of his administration. And his two sons ran his business. And we're supposed to believe that nobody talked to Trump about the family business during the four years that he was president? Yeah, right. You bet. So we're going to have that. And while they're doing these investigations, which are going to cost millions of dollars and take a lot of time uh, and trying to impeach Biden, they're not going to be doing anything to lower gas prices or fix the economy. Uh, They may cut Social Security and Medicare. And when people act outraged, they're going to say, well, we told you that we were going to do that and you all voted for us. They've done it before. They're going to do it again. They're telling you what they're going to do. They're very devious. They're out in front about it, just like Trump. Well, if I do it in public and I talk about it, then it must be okay, right? No, not necessarily. If you tell somebody you're going to go rob a bank and then you go do it, does that make it legal? No, it doesn't. We'll probably see more tax cuts for the wealthy. By the way, do you know that over 80% of the tax cuts that were passed by the Republicans and Donald Trump a couple of years ago, over 80% of those tax cuts are with the top 1%. Look it up, folks. Look it up. And... Those in the lower income brackets who got a tax cut because of that are now seeing their taxes go up. And it's not the Democrats who are raising their taxes. That was written into the bill that Donald Trump and the Republicans passed. So you can thank your Republicans for that.
So that's what you can expect. That's just, that's just scraping the, the surface of what you can expect. Vote accordingly, America. The type of country that we have going forward, the type of country your children and your grandchildren are going to have, depends a lot on how you vote this election. And history is going to look back and say they did the right thing or they dropped the ball. And America has a very bleak future ahead if we allow the Republicans to get a grip on government right now. We need some policies put in place that will stop some of the things that are going on. We need to make sure that voting is a right and it needs to be spelled out as a right for everyone. Voter fraud is not a problem in this country. It's very minor. And most of it can be cleaned up after the elections. Let people vote. The elections board is really good about finding fraudulent votes. And those people get prosecuted and they go to jail. But it doesn't happen often. There's not a lot of it. But if there is, then they get dealt with. And whatever voter fraud may occur has been minor. It's not a big problem, widespread, like the Republicans want you to believe. But we should not be depriving people who have the right to vote and should be able to vote. We should not be depriving them of that right in order to try to prevent a few others from voting when they shouldn't. You can't take rights away from one group and deprive, you know, deprive them of their rights in order to try to prevent something from happening. That is actually a thing in this country. You're not supposed to take rights away from people. But we're beginning to see that happen now, aren't we? And that will continue. Your right to choose the person you want to marry is about to be taken away. Uh, your right to use contraceptives is about to be taken away. And very soon, we're going to probably see, if Republicans take control, a federal ban on abortions, which means we're going to start seeing women die because of pregnancies that have gone wrong. So, it's pretty bleak. Vote. Vote blue. Thank you for listening. I would be grateful to you if you'd subscribe and share this podcast to let your friends and family know about it. You can also find me on Twitter at FederalAndy. And I'd be really grateful if you would follow me. I usually follow back. Be happy, safe, and healthy. And I'll hopefully be talking to you again next week. Mm -hmm.